more bikes. Morebikes.co.uk Hello, welcome to another podcast on morebikes.co.uk. I'm Tony, the editor. Um, if you've listened to me before, thank you very much and thanks for downloading this. Apologies if I've offended you, but there you go, you're forewarned, so you're forearmed, I guess. Um, this is just another one of those random chats, really, about motorcycling that we've been doing that are very popular um, all around the world. So hello to our friends in America, howdy are, and uh, Australia, etc. If you're listening to this on stitcher.com, um, once again, thanks for downloading us. Hope you enjoy it. Bit of a difference this time because uh, I have with me none other than superstar of the TT, Mr. Gary Johnson, blushing already. Uh, Gary's coming for a bit of a chat about a podcast because you're fairly local to this place, is our Gaz, and also uh, been cycling today. And you've turned up in what well, you look like. I don't know what, how to describe it really. A muscle vest, two muscle vests, I guess, and uh, are they denim shorts? They what are. the hell, guys? <laughs> well, I can't uh, just keep the drinking and partying going on all the time, Tony. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll end up like you, won't I? And then everyone will be calling me Gary hey, Johnson. Easy, 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 it has been an absolute, yeah, <laughs> but uh, hey, at least we'll get a nice ride on. Yeah, definitely, mate, definitely. Now, look, let's talk about, um, we've got you here, and this is the time of year, so let's talk about TT, because um, we're not long out of the TT now, and um, it didn't, it's fair to say, it didn't go according to plan, really, did it? No, it was shit, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, there was a lot of promise there, and things just didn't go right. Um bike was good, uh, both the bikes that I rode, all three of them, sorry, were, uh, had really good potential, we just had a weak link on them, we just couldn't get them sorted, you know. Uh, it, was it, what was the weak link, was it engine, it weren't engines. No, it engines were good on them, good, we, we struggled with the suspension to get right. out that, and right. at the end of the day, TT, so rough, you've got to be comfortable to go fast, and, yeah. and I just didn't find a comfortable setting on what we was using, so... Uh, I just didn't go fast enough. You know, we had so many little failures which nobody could foresee. Start of lap five, uh, screen broke, and I'm riding around like on a phaser with no <laughs> screen, and I'm still doing 129 two mile an hour laps. When the screen broke and it just there was nothing there, yeah. nearly tore my head off my shoulders. And then next week I'm holding my head and I'm rocking around. I look like Churchill, the dog in front of <laughs> someone's car, going, "Oh yes," I, and I couldn't see bugger all where I was going so uh, squashed my neck into my head looked like I jumped in the swimming pool at the shallow end and that I had no neck on me and got tucked in behind Rutter and uh, William Dunlop I was still holding P5 I was happy enough and like I said we were doing 129 twos and yeah. I went still went through the speed trap at 186 mile an hour with no screen and I just went this is alright I thought two laps to do I thought if I if I don't get comfortable I'm going to end up with net lock by the time I finished, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it'll be all right to do the for 80 mile, but then as soon as I stop, my neck will lock up and went up towards Guffrey's. It's a part where you maybe just take a quick second breather before you attack the mountain, get onto the mountain mile. I relaxed for a second, missed my tipping, and I mean, it was fractions of a second. Like, yeah. And I drifted wide, went in the gutter, and luckily I just slipped off, uh, no real damage, landed on my ass, bruised ego, and that was about it. And yeah. Look, thankfully Michael Rutter was close enough and, and got round us so uh, it was a bit shit uh, could have had a fifth we could have then edited where the problems were and somewhere and it would have been a good first result for the team but that never happened but followed it up the next day with a podium 
but again was using same rear suspension and I just couldn't get the bike to do exactly what I wanted and yeah. uh, I just it, hey, there's nothing wrong with the stuff. Uh, people get on well with it, but I just couldn't. It won't, uh, wasn't for me, and uh, you know I ride on confidence. And when it and when it's not there with the bike, um, with what's going on, it's too rough around there, and yeah, it, yeah. it just didn't work. So, but third place was good. First podium for the mare train lot, and uh, yeah, I was over the moon with it. I've just yeah. been sat on my ass the day before. It could have been the end of my TT, yeah. and uh, followed it up with podium. But from that point on, it. It went downhill really, and uh, you know we jumped on the super stocker. Fuel pump went; it was gone by time I'd set off, sort of thing. And I was nowhere in the mix of it. And then it got to a point I just pulled off, and it didn't have the power even to get me back to the paddock. So uh, mm. disappointing because super stockers race I've been right up there in the last couple Absolutely. of years. But hey, it's something I can edit and come back stronger. Uh, second super sport race, the team put me a new engine in. We didn't get time to map it, and it and it wasn't strong. You know, it was good top right, end, but it right. didn't have a lot of drive, and I struggled. You know, and it was really a disappointment for us because yeah. I thought we could build on that. Last superbike race going okay, uh, same issues. Everyone was on the pipe, to be fair, yeah. but gear lever snapped, and then I went two laps. The last two laps of the four lap race with no gear lever. Uh, I could just get a couple of inches on the gear lever thing and just, I, I changed gear with my hand a couple of times, you know. God. I did 126 last lap changing gear with my hand <laughs> into the air pins and I went, things were good, you know, the potential there, but hey, it didn't go right and it screwed up and got to wait 12 months to put it right. But, it shows uh, a lot though, doesn't it? It shows a lot about how you've how you've come on in the past couple of years. I don't want to sit here and buy smoke of you or anything like that, but shows a lot that you, you had those results in that TT, given everything that happened. And we sit here the pair of us because I've known you a while and we can talk honestly about it and the reaction is yeah, it was a shit it went shit you know you, you got podium you know and you yeah. were doing these times and there's people out there who, who'd give their hind teeth to get anywhere near those sorts of times so yeah you know what do you think am I being am I being unfair I'm not about no, the phone it's fine it's fine it's, uh, it's casual recording yeah it's the it's not it's not what we set out to do now you know once you've had a couple of wins under your belt you sign up with teams that potentially can give you the equipment yeah. to, to well, win. Well, they want to win, and they're coming to oh, you, aren't they? Yeah. You want to win. Yeah, the, oh, the teams desire to win. Like, the GB Motto team, at the end of the day, they uh, they come off the back of the British Superbike yeah. leading the series. The team's second to none. They're, they're awesome lads, great machinery and that. It just wasn't compatible for the yeah. TT first yeah. year round, and we need to learn and hopefully go back together and put the things right, because the engine was strong, the bike was good, you know, it's, you know, it shows so much to be able to do what we did do. Yeah. Um, so would you want? Would you go back with them? If, if hundred and ten percent. Yeah, yeah. The team, you like the team. We've got we've got a snagging list as long as I am. I've got a snagging list as long as I am. And I says, if we fix them problems, yeah. I'll show you what we can do because the bike's capable. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, we come back stronger. And as a TT rider, every time you go out, do you think that you always learn something? I've heard that from other riders before. But are you of the same mindset? Every time. Yeah. You know what I mean. Um, like I've learnt stuff, I've come back and I've done some short circuit stuff and some of the stuff I learnt at the TT this year, I've put to it. Yeah. I just got back from Belgium on Sunday, went and did a four-hour classic endurance. First time I've been to Spa, yeah. you know, it's been on a bucket list to tick off. What was that really like? Absolutely fantastic. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah I jumped on, the, jumped on this XR69. It's never been run before. Oh, it was no. handling like a bag of shit. It's a mega bike. Doesn't matter, does it? Doesn't matter. It it well, I turned it. I turned it in four sessions, eighteen laps from a bag of shit, and on the fifth session went and broke the lap record <laughs> uh, it, for that for that caliber yeah, of yeah, bike. Yeah. And yeah. 
unfortunately, uh, old Spike Edwards, the old fox, he went uh, half a second quicker, but it's a three-minute lap. He went and knocked that off, and I went, if we fix a few more things... It was a great way to come back, knowing I was still riding yeah, strong. Yeah, of course, you know, of course. There's Stefan Mertens and Ian Simpson and some quality lads out yeah. there, uh, you know, ex-world champions yeah. and stuff. I and tell you, so, those ICGP lads, they don't mess around, do they? I don't was, care. Everyone says, you know, this is the classics. Shut up. <laughs> nobody's, nobody's rolling out no, there, are they? The back of the grid's slow, but even at world endurance, modern stuff, the back of the grid's slow and yeah. the front of the grid's fast. You know, yeah. it's in every series, but uh, it's fantastic to get back out there and uh, get back on a bike and... I can't wait. I'm going back in August uh, to oh. do a six-hour endurance on modern stuff. So I went. I'm, what as far again? Yeah, I'm, right. I'm like never rid the track. I've now ticked it off. Like I was talking to Mike Edwards, and he was like, "This is my favourite track." I can understand why it's yeah. one of mine now. And I went. I've never rid it before. Now I'm going to do a four-hour and a six-hour in space yeah. of a month. So fantastic. So uh, let's hope we can do the six hours. That is, and that's why. Putting some cycling, Tony, get, <laughs> get a bit of my chubbiness off and uh, get going at the six hour. Well, I don't know, mate. I mean, you're a fairly chubby lad anyway, a bit more training than <laughs> what you did there, shall I? Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for it, I'm waiting for the comeback. Um, right, so outside of the endurance racing and the TT, um, what else is going on with you for the rest of, rest of the riding year? Well, we're virtually early on in it, aren't we? So it's quite yeah, you say that, but obviously now focusing more on the roads. Uh, there's only really, I don't know if we're doing the Ulster, because obviously things yeah. are, have fallen apart with the teams. There was never a deal to go with my train uh, to do the Ulster. So uh, obviously I'm looking towards Macau, yeah. and I use Macau not as the last race of the year, the first race of next year. Yes, yeah. So whatever team I go with, it'll be what I'm doing and focusing on and setting up ready for. 2016 so right, okay. I'm putting plans in action there I'm hoping we we sort something with the GB Moto team whether there's a new Kawa, there's a new Kawasaki next year and whether we're going on that all on the old bikes and right, uh, right. start setting up and ticking all the boxes ready so when we set off at TT we're, we're on the pipe because we've, I set off well I jumped on the lightweight thing that Chinese WK bamboo yeah. frame you yeah. know rice fueled machine it, it I went out there and we was 117 second lap and that was Ryan was on a good pace I was following him I was catching him I was passing him his bike was faster than mine we had wrong gearing on it and I went you know what we put our, I put the sectors together because he was getting through traffic quicker than me and I was catching him back up passing him we did 118 and a half and that's the second lap at the time the lap record 119 too and I went we're four seconds off the lap record on the second lap passing traffic and I went yeah. We're on the fucking pipe, really. Yeah, on the bike uh, you don't know. On yeah, don't but uh, that went to rat shit. <laughs> you know, everything went went downhill from the start. Uh, you know, it didn't pull the new engine, didn't pull the speeds, and it was not right. So we pulled it in after one lap. Right. So it was just a devastating TT. But uh, you know, all the boxes can be re-ashed and ticked, and we can come back. What about a short circuit? Where are you short circuit wise in your in your career, in your life, and what you want to achieve? I'd love to do a bit more short circuit. Uh, BSB does still float the boat, and I'd like to do a bit. But at the end of the day, it's, it's expensive. Yeah, Teams yeah, aren't looking yeah. to to help you out; they're looking to be helped out and right, right. financially in somewhere where I'm capable of uh, doing some. And I seem to have gone down the the roads avenue, and it's it's sorting me out. You know, I'm I'm able to technically put in brackets around it, sort of thing. The professional biker, but 
you know, we're still doing day job stuff, but yeah, right. uh, that's because there's only four big races in the year. Yeah. You know, they're doing the Southern at the minute as we speak, and they're not having best of weather, but it's not one that's really floated my boat. No. But uh, I like to have a go at Scarborough, have a fly around there. It's uh, a little smart little circuit. And sort of like your Frobergs and them ones over yeah, in yeah. Europe, there's some good ones that look nice, and uh, they'd, they'd more float my boat to go having fun, riding bikes, and, you know... And at the end of it, you're usually on the roads having a beer. Yeah. And, you know, well, getting back to what it, how it all starts out, isn't it? You know, because yeah. you started out basically being a hooligan. And, uh, it's fair to say. Well, if you say that, Tony, if there's one as police not downloading the podcast, these Lincolnshire <laughs> back roads, I think I've done more burnouts and wheelies than anyone locally. Okay. Do you want to tell anybody about your, your, you being the uh, anonymous stunt rider around here? I don't want to go too much into it with my private number plate and wheelies and stoppies and over the feet handlebars and yeah. yeah. Going to a, going to a local biker haunt and people like yeah, give on shows for us. Yeah, give them a shout out Willingham Woods. It's <laughs> a fantastic little hut sort of thing. I used to turn up and get free Coca-Cola and a cheeseburger. So, so uh, they'd jack you up on the e-numbers and then send you out on the superbike? Yeah, they'd have a notice on the board saying these hooligan motorbike riders are not welcome in Lincolnshire and then they'd give me a free <laughs> burger. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, all good fun. What were you riding back then? What was it? I was on a uh, ZX636, uh, you know, the B1, real sharp, smart. I just loved the shape of it. Yeah, yeah. Handled like a bag of crap. You know, it was as nervous as hell, but it was fantastic. There's a local... Bridge near me, uh, you know, and a little humpback bridge, and it's on a corner. And so I used to get my mates to stand on it and see. I heard rumours of people hitting it at 120 and that. So I said, I'll hit that at 150, so I'll get it on video in case it goes wrong. And <laughs> I always said to everyone, so I was flat notch, you can see it on the video, and uh, my mates videoing it, and you hear me coming up. <laughs> And then he's just videoing it. I went, I saw 150 on my digital speed, 151. So I know they're not accurate, but I went, that's good enough for me. Yeah. Just, I was coming up, I just had to roll, and I went, saw 148. And my mate on the video camera just got, fucking hell. <laughs> drops, the drops the camera, and all he sees me flying past the screen and then looking at grass. So <laughs> I landed, it kicked me from one side of the road to the other. And then he said, they'll come back. That was absolutely amazing, guys. Do it again. And I went, uh, maybe we'll go. We'll come back later, lads. So I was like, "Shit, my pants!" Uh, yeah, it's uh, it set us up for a good TT career because now we're doing jumps at 180. I uh, don't have a balakrai and stuff. So uh, yeah, it's uh, it's had some good training grounds here in Lincolnshire, and uh, you know that's in the past now, Tony. And I'm a reformed <laughs> citizen, and uh, you know I went on rehab. And stuff and God, uh, I hope you're not. I really hope you're not. I know you're not. I don't know why we're. I don't know why we're attending just because we're recording it. Um, another thing about you that people don't know, they might do if they read Island Racer this year, but I was shocked to find out about you when I did. Um, is your acting first? Uh, yeah, don't get loose, embarrassed. <laughs> loose, loosely talking in the world. At the end of the day, yeah, 2005. Yeah. Doing the British Super Sport Championship, and uh, my mate was going out with a bird, and she was a dancer, and uh, she, uh, oh my god, yeah, and uh, so they just got an offer to go doing some extra work, and then uh, me and my mate, he says we just want like casual looking guys, no too distinct, no too good looking, no too ugly, you know, you can't have two heads, but you can't be looking model or out, so we fitted the bill perfectly. 
next minute we go do uh, a couple of different things and uh, you know the ITV4 programs uh, and then next minute we did a film keeping mum with Rowan Atkinson and we was doing the police officer and I'm <laughs> on the main screen arresting the woman at the start if you ever see it I've got a helmet that doesn't quite fit me with a little old fashioned police helmet with some chubby cheeks sticking out of it and <laughs> looking alright well when my mates went to the cinema I just got you look alright on, on a thing with your fat cheeks and you've got a spot on the end of your nose so uh, I didn't have but uh, what's, it, it what's the film called because people listening to this will go and check it out uh, Keeping Mum it's within the first five minutes it's right. uh, okay. yeah you it's got Rowan in, yeah it's got Swayze in it and uh, Rowan Atkinson it's uh, right are you going to tell people about Emma Dale and your dad oh god because I will if you want well the uh, the main <laughs> thing that we did when we got into the filming stuff we said the, the main objective was to to get onto Emmerdale, I thought, yeah, that, or get onto Hollyoaks because it's full of fit birds. And, uh, and we went, right, Emmerdale. Not because it's a major soap series in the UK. It's an absolutely, foreign, yeah, it's, it's absolutely crap, but it's full of fit birds. And uh, that was all we was bothered about. So, uh, But we got the offer of Emmerdale straight away. Uh -huh. It was like, oh, brilliant, we've hit the jackpot. And uh, was doing a party in the wool, not in the wool pack, in the village hall. And the camera was set at the back of the hall and we're at, and the people's at the bar and stuff. Where, and it's... What they wanted to do is set the music going and one, two, three, and we all spread and the camera zoomed in on them. And uh, they said, right, one, two, three, dance like your dad, and I'm dancing there. And it's like, everyone's <laughs> spreading. I thought, I'm getting on camera here. Like, I, I'm wobbling and dancing like an idiot until someone grabs my top and pulls me out of the way of the camera. And if you ever see it, it's... Uh, yeah, it's a good episode, and that was uh, that was in August in two thousand and five. That was you were in the Super Sport, the British Super Sport Championship at the time. Super Sport Cup, which Super yeah, Sport Cup, yeah, yeah sorry, you know, which we had a good. Well, we won it, but you know it was a difficult year. But it set us all up. Obviously, the acting didn't do anything for the riding. Well, a bit of a bit of a, a fork in the road, isn't it? Because I mean, if you were getting contacts in that side of it, some people might have thought, "Hang oh, a minute, I can do this. So I can get in front of a camera." Rather than go racing, but for you it was the racing, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, I told, I'm talking me wrong. I told all my mates when when they saw it come on TV and just went, "What the hell's he doing on Emmerdale?" I, I just lied to everyone. I said, "Yeah, they've asked me to do a full time part <laughs> and come back, being like Robert's long lost son from and taking over the farm." And yeah. I said, "Oh, that'd be awesome." And I just went, "Nah, I've got to concentrate on my racing. I've got time." And I was just talking completely rubbish <laughs> to all of them and just leading them up the cannon path, but. Uh, it was something they could have maybe pushed in, you know, exactly. you get you get your e card and you could exactly. have carried on with it, but who knows? Yeah, yeah, it could have been some knob on a soap. So. You know, you, well, you, I mean, there's every chance that you could well end up as a knob in front of a camera. Right? You never know. <laughs> you do something about motorcycling. You have one a TT or two, after mm. all. So you know, why not? Uh, why not that? Yeah, that's got appeal, isn't it, to you? Surely. Yeah, hey, beats working for a living, doesn't it? Just standing in front of a camera. So. Uh, but yeah, I, I was told I had a face for radio, but... Uh, well, I'm not going to argue with that, you definitely do. My mum my mum argued with him, so uh, I don't oh, know if that's the case. <laughs> Bless her. Right, so come on then, what's the last film that you've seen, best film that you've seen recently? Yeah, off biking. As not, well. yeah, not not into films too much, but I watched. But you can talk about. I was going to films that you. Well, you, that was the last thing I did watch. Was one of them films, but uh, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> I can't honestly bring it back that yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, no, no. yeah, but I do know the last one is on. Yeah, that, let's not do. Let's, yeah. not do that, let's not do that. Let's not do that. So, what sort of films are you into? Tell me, tell Any, me anything comedy funny I tell you what I'd never watch an horror if you paid me yeah. scare the shit out of me I'm really? like, yeah 
And so, you're a hard road to ride. Oh, I'm not scared of hard as nails. Fake skin, fake blood, and yeah, not not for me whatsoever. So mm. comedy, yes. that's all the way. Music, uh, anything from rock to, uh, rock to country to anything. There is two types of west, <laughs> two yeah, types yeah, of music, music. country ah, and western, western. <laughs> <laughs> as my old mechanic used to so say. So you're all right with Beastie Boys or anything, ACDC anything. Or if it's got a tune to it, if it's got a tune to it, it's good. I've even heard some classic music that's half yeah, decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, no, no, I don't care what it is. All right, do you listen to music before you race? Sometimes, uh, stick on stuff. Uh, I love the Prodigy stuff. I've yeah, always, yeah. I've listened to Prodigy since I was twelve year old. I, I bust my femur my spine and pelvis in two places and spent most of my time in hospital with an older lad he was in the bed next to us motocross accident great thing instead of going back to school on a Thursday I went on my motocross bike and smashed my centre pieces and missed the whole year off school apart from three weeks just local at Doncaster at Doncaster Motor Park yeah hit the big double or stepped down and just landed a foot short and went straight over and landed down on the deck and the bike comes spinning through midair and landed on me and just splattered me yeah so lucky there well, you know, that it didn't do any more damage. Jeez, but, uh, I didn't realise that you'd done those injuries that young. Injuries that yeah, I think we're up to 30-odd bones now. So uh, you, you, you knackered 30 bones? I've broken 30 bones. Some of them only small, you know, finger digits. and yeah, yeah, all, yeah. I'm all wonked up and yeah. different things. You but, definitely uh, wonked up. You, you definitely wonked <laughs> up. But sitting here opposite you, I mean, for the benefit of people who are listening to this, you know, I can see, I can see scars on your shoulders... You got the ubiquitous uh, burn, exhaust, exhaust burn on the forearms. You got one down your back on your legs. Yeah, you're, you're grotesque to look at, but the scars really add an extra element of grotesqueness. Yeah, it's great. Go to go to a kids' party and that, and I'm there. In you're my, not allowed. Well, there's restraining orders at certain parties, <laughs> but you know, I sometimes just gate crash them and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Scare the kids. The kids are like, that's what they are. I said that one's a shark bite. This one, I was wrestling a crocodile and I put it in headlock, give it a monkey scrub. The kids love it. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Dad, Dad's been Gaz has been wrestling crocodiles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Believe anything, kids, don't they? Um, yeah, there's an X6R crocodile. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so, so it's thirty bones now. Uh, you had you had your off you had your off in the TT, but last year you had that big crash uh, that you did. Uh, vertebrae, but you did your back, didn't you? Yeah, I did five vertebrae, couple in my neck, couple in my back. Uh, done my shoulder. Um, was really worried that I'd done the brachial plexus uh, nerves in my arm which obviously come out with bits in my between the vertebrae that I broke yeah, yeah. and it, uh, my arm went dead and it, it gave up the ghost and I was sat there having to even pick my pint up with my left arm it yeah, was that uh, piss yeah. weight it was shocking just devastating shocking. and I did go into a bit of a depression uh, yeah. there's no word on a lie I thought my arm's fucked it's yeah, not it's not going to be right and I went that's it you can't ride a bike left arm uh, and the chiropractor I was seeing was really good and he was working on different stuff and he waited 12 weeks till you know, it was safe to work on my spine yeah. and he, he was doing stuff and I did do some big steps forward with him and then it had plateaued and he'd do a bit more and then he yeah. just went, I went, look, I'm getting pissed off now, I'm coming, I'm spending money. He says, well, half his job is knowing when not to do work, to, yes. you know, yeah. it's easy for him to do it and he says, right, about time. Cracked me, banged me, did some things, boom. He says, ring me in the morning, tell me how you are. And I went from left-handed the next day, I opened the cupboard with my right hand, got no, a cup wow. out, opened the fridge, picked the milk up and went, fucking hell, I'm right-handed again. Yeah, and I went, yeah. Jesus, rang him up, I went, mint. Right, straight away, let's try and do a press-up. You know what I mean? Just yeah. collapsed and fell on my fat face. <laughs> and I went, 
But uh, now trying to do a press up at about 16 stone instead of 12 stone, it's uh, it wasn't easy on the shoulder anyway. But it was the start to the road of recovery, and uh, and then you know we went back. I rode a bike at a few track days and stuff, and then out to Macau and. Okay, I ended up fourth, but I was one second off second with Rutter. That was know. a tell, wasn't it? The Macau thing, really, because up until then you had no idea. I didn't know if it would come back if no. I was there. I set the second fastest lap of the race, free, and you know the guys who, were, who was against Eastern on a factory bike, yeah. Rutter on the factory Milwaukee, yeah, yeah. Jessup there on a on no shortage of what kits on Marty's bike, and, and I'm right up the ring piece of them both, and yeah. I went. We're it's all not right. Just, but not just physically, it's the mental thing as well, isn't it? You didn't know. You went on that grid and you had no idea whether the old guys have come back yeah. until you until you pitched in that first corner, really. I got in there, I got a shit start. There was miles ahead and I I got to about lap six. I had a massive gut on me and I went, God, this is getting hard work. And couldn't hardly breathe in the, you know, it's low oxygen over there. And it hit about lap six and I just went, right, I've just put the 12th Jacob cracker in my mouth. I'm chewing on it <laughs> there and I went, sink you know fight a flight and I went dig in I okay. went here we go boom pull five seconds back on them all pull my send back into third lining up rutter and as I was holding a bit of a gap to line rutter up Martin come and dipped under me and <laughs> it kind of broke my ribbon but I went fuck it I'm happy with four yeah, right. it was a close yeah, yeah, yeah. four absolutely. from yeah absolutely. in good company yeah and from there the, the rehab was in full swing yeah out there, do stuff. Again, yeah, get on it. We went for a, all of us went for a bit of a party in Thailand afterwards, really? which what is what a surprise. That never normally happens. No, no, a gang of about twenty <laughs> lads from Macau all going riot in Thailand. I went. Yeah, stories that are not podcast. No, 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 absolutely. But, uh, no, let's leave those at the door. But um, so that was like the last blowout, really. Yeah, it? yeah. Then it you just, thought this is it. I have a blowout now, and that's boom, it. Like straight that. on, signed for Kawasaki, and we got back into the regime and. Uh, you know, we went testing with them, put in some decent times. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, back then it was fairly apparent the suspension maybe won't be compatible with the TT, but you never know. No. But obviously, yeah. you've got your teammate there, James Ellison, setting yeah. fastest laps and lap records at some of the tracks we're going to, and you got. Yeah. We're all open. It, you know, it's expensive gear on the bike. It's yeah. cheap gear. Yeah, it's, it's just just not compatible with the TT. But it did elegantly. Just didn't work. So. Yeah. Uh, well, like you say, it's a, it's a, it continues that learning curve, yeah. doesn't it? It really does. It really does. So, what's the best thing that ever happened to you in racing? Um, Bear in mind that I must tell the listeners that you've got no no warning about what I'm going to ask you. In fact, yeah. I, there's nothing written down here. I'd like, to, I'd like to say it was uh, winning a TT and then uh, in the old Barrachine days going behind and uh, a lot of women on me, but uh, <laughs> that, that's never happened to me, unfortunately. <laughs> I think uh, winning, the winning, winning the first TT yeah, was fantastic. Yeah. To win on the Triumph was unbelievable. Yes, you know it was a hard, long race, and you know we 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 lost a lot of time in places that we shouldn't have done, and and it made a close finish with me and Bruce. So and to do it on the Triumph brand and all the bigging it up first time yeah. there, and you know that that was not as good as the first time, obviously, because that was just fantastic. But uh, to win the TT Super Sport Cup Championship when I did that, you know it was a big thing back then yeah, for yeah. me and. Yeah. When I first started out, I was doing some Derby Phoenix racing and I won every race. So they started from back of the grid and got to the front and won every race in a weekend. So there was, there was special times back at, at the stage you're at at that yeah, point. Cool. And I had some shiny days. And, uh, I, was I guess like, the Super Sport Cup really sort of propelled you into people's awareness. Because you know, you're on a fairly large platform there, aren't you? If you go into Super Sport Cup and you're doing well... More people will take notice if you're sort of under their yeah, or, or did you not find that? I, I didn't feel that. 
the British thing at the end of the day. It's, Finish there, win the Super Sport Cup. You go look for a team and go, how much money you got? And I went, yeah, right, fuck yeah, all, yeah. I can't know. So yeah. it, even I, back then, you were finding that way. Yeah, yeah, it's going like that. Someone uh, who was not as quick as me went and got on the Kawasaki bike, and I just went, what's wrong with me? I says, is it my face don't fit? And yeah. I went, maybe it's the Queen's face that fits. Yeah, right. And I went, right, right. that set the tone of our 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 now I've got negative tone on it. Don't be wrong, the series is fantastic. Love the racing, it's the best it's ever been, but you know, I don't have a uh, unfortunately a spoon in my mouth that can feed it, right? So. right. Yeah, of course, of course, which is a shame, really, when you look at it from that point of view, isn't it? That you want the talent to be there and the talent to be supported throughout, but then the, at the end of the day, it's business as well. That's yeah. the side of it, yeah, the just don't appreciate, yeah, it's like, like, yeah, you know, nobody deserves anything in life, you know, you make your own path and. It's a business. Uh, you know, I, next thing I might be doing is retiring and setting up my own team, and then going right and doing the same thing. Yeah, you know, right, it's yeah. it's not all about. It. At the end of the day, it's not run on love. It's run on finances, money. You're so team, I could do, couldn't I? I could be like well, the face. And we bring back the uh, Whitham days and stuff where you get in a hot tub in and I could bring a pole dancer into the uh, awning and set up some disco lights and yeah. it'd be fantastic. It would, it really would, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Sean Stewart Diggs would go down a bomb with him. So <laughs> <laughs> director of VSP. Well, um, all right, mate, we'll start drawing it to a close then. What's, uh, what's the last thing that you bought that you really enjoy? Um, Anything. I'm just about to buy a new push bike, and I say I'm starting to enjoy my cycling. That's oh. as boring as hell, isn't it? Well, yeah, boring as yeah, I know it's crap, but you know there is a serious side to me. But the no, best thing, the last thing I actually bought that I did enjoy was a pint last night. A pint last night. Yeah. Nice. If anybody out there sees you in the bar and you want to buy you a pint, what's your favourite pint? Uh, Lefe. Nice, right? So okay, we got that. Hey, have you tried that Riders Click Riders Click cider? No. Oh, oh sorry, yeah, there's a strawberry thing. It's yeah, yeah, like yeah, cherry yeah. aid. Passion yeah. fruit one. Yeah, yeah, it's it's for women, Tony. I expect it's you to be immense. drinking that. Shut it up. is nice. It's immense. It is nice. Oh, well, next time you're around my neck of the woods, come on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not down at Goodwood. Thank you. Yeah, you're going to call me? Again, yeah. You just ignore me. I was at Goodwood. Shut up. You're <laughs> such a tart when it comes to that. You know? I don't know. Right, so, uh, <laughs> last thing that you bought, we know that, that you enjoyed was a pint, but the bike before that. Why cycling? What, what, are you not a runner? Can you not run anymore? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, don't get me wrong. I, I've, uh, let's say I've brought my femurs, my pelvis so many times, my legs, my tibias, fibias, foot uh, and spine and that. Running isn't the best for me. Yeah. But I get into it. You know, I, I do get up to like six, six, seven mile. And I go through spits and farts where I get into running, get into cycling. But it's just my mates, uh, that's with me here now. And I said, he's into cycling. And... Uh, and I just don't want to be a fat bastard, Tony. So Do I just not. thought, let's just uh, let's put some miles in. That's about it. And I'm enjoying it. I'm getting some endorphin release, and I'm enjoying it. But if it rains on the way back and red wind, I'll be really pissed off. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, I'd get a taxi or something. <laughs> yeah. Let you make Dave bring your bike back on the road. <laughs> um, all right, mate. Anything else that, that we need to talk about about you? Anything that's on the horizon or anything coming up that we haven't touched on? Fair enough, if not. But you know, it's just while I've got you here. Um, no, not really. If it's motorbike related, uh, it's really quiet for me now until we we start the real countdown to Macau. Yeah. And you know, I'm going there with an intention of uh, hopefully getting on a proper bike and and trying to really make a name, uh, push myself in there. Yeah, you know, in a safe way. But I want to I want to uh, 
start like I said it's start next season and I don't want to leave the season with a poor TT I'd rather leave it with a, a good McCann you say poor TT but that's down to personal perspective isn't it poor TT to you but the people looking at it once they know what's what what's happened in the races they'll look at that and think well you know Gaz really pushes on there's a lot of riders out there who back off yeah but I, I went there was a couple of like with the screen breaking I just went you know what I'm bringing this yeah. Thing and with a gear lever breaking, like, I'm bringing it home. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm a bit not, bloody mindedness. Yeah, I just went. You know, whatever lap time it is, I'm I'm coming back on it. We've got the Manx Grand Prix coming up. Yes. Not mentioning that. I'm on the MV three cylinder five hundred Agostini rep. It's oh. worth uh, best part of a quarter of a million yeah. quid. Let's not think about that. We've yeah, wow. we've now spent a fortune on it, doing some more modern tuning on it, and I'm going to thrash the fuck out of it. Let's be honest. <laughs> and and uh, I hope it don't blow. And uh, oh, the guy, the guy, will love it if we can if we can pull a result and try and put one over the pattern, which is obviously a modern day. It's an old design, but a modern yeah, bike. It's got slipper clutches yeah. in and yeah. stuff. It, it's. But if we can get that bike right on the pace, I'd like to do a new lap record on it, whether they go faster on than I do, but I'd like to beat the current lap record on it and I've set a personal goal of what we set out to do on the MV and it's an awesome weapon to ride. I look like a spider on a matchbox from the knees are stuck out everywhere. It does not fit me. I goes short-legged, good-looking bastard as well. Smart, short yeah, 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 he's, he's still, style, still there. Yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, he, he obviously it was designed to fit him and I'm about a foot and a half taller and all leg and, and arms so I don't fit on it the best so we added it up and I look a bit daft on it but uh, looking forward to that. Mate, so looking forward to seeing you do that. I can't imagine what that would be like barreling down Brazil. Sounds, sounds a weapon. It goes really well. Um, as long as there isn't a fault, you know, I looked at the right twat when I when the bike <laughs> was stuck in second gear and I had yeah, to set, yeah. sorry, it was third gear we thought it was in first. And I'm trying to set off on it. You know, I had to push it halfway down Braille to get it started. And quite an embarrassing moment. You know, everyone's looking at me on this quarter of a million pound bike, and then, oh fuck, I'm going to blow the clutch up, stall it. And uh, hopefully they don't happen. We've got a new bo- gearbox in. We've got loads. The work done to it, it takes the piss compared to what you do on your modern day bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. You know, even what we did at Belgium, we, we've now got loads of stuff that we're going to do to that XR69 and. The value of it takes the piss out of what British superbikes cost. Yeah, uh, yeah. But we're thrashing the hell out of them. They're not the most reliable things, you know. But uh, hopefully, get a bit of luck on side and uh, see how, how we come it, on it. How does it feel when you when you proper when you proper winding those things on? Well, it's deafening. Is the yeah. first thing. Yeah, yeah. With the open cans are absolutely loud as hell. But through the bumpy set, you're just hanging on to them, and they are mint. You know, it's, yeah, yeah, it, that yeah. is probably the best thing to ride, apart from my misses, obviously. <laughs> No, I'd, I'd choose the MV. You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, all good fun. Nice one, mate. Well, look, from Jack Magistini to Gary Johnson, whatever the MV goes through, I feel sorry for it. But I can't wait to see you ride, mate. It'd be absolutely fantastic. Thanks for talking to us. We will let you go and burn off a few of those extra pounds. You look a state and we'll let you uh, leave the office with your dignity, relatively intact. Thanks very much, Gary. Thanks, Tony. There you go. That's Gary Johnson. Uh, and you've been listening to a podcast on morebikes.co.uk. Usual sort of place for more uh, info on bikes. It's uh, even more bikes on Twitter. Well, check out the website, morebikes.co.uk. Blah, blah, blah. That's the usual housekeeping done. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you soon. Cheers.